1: Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. A pastor was explaining the meaning of baptism to a class of new Christians. As he spoke to the group, he gestured with his hands. With a corner of his eye, he noticed that his hand cast a shadow to the side of him. Do you see the shadow of my hand? he asked. The shadow is not my hand, but a representation of it, he said. Likewise, when you were saved, that's when the real baptism took place. You were baptized into Christ the moment you believed. You were brought into a spiritual union with him. He became your life. Whatever happened to him has also happened to you. He died, was buried, and then rose from the dead. And when you believed in him, these things also happened to you. Now, when you are baptized in water, this is a picture of what has already happened in your life. Baptism then is an outward symbol of an inward reality. It is the New Testament way of openly and publicly declaring a person's relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: Well, we've covered a lot of ground this week in respect to the basics of new Christians. And it's Phil here. And in the Gospels, we see that when Jesus commissioned his disciples to go and preach the Gospel, he told them also to baptize them in the name of the Father, and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. The impression you get when you read the New Testament is that those who came to Christ were baptized almost straight away after they were saved. Now, Ken, these days we seem to wait
1: a while before we baptize people. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I would tend to agree with you uh, on that, Phil. In fact, I didn't even hear about baptism until about three or four years after I was saved. Mm. Uh, there, There may be different reasons why we tend to hold back on the subject of baptism, uh, one of the reasons given is that we need to make sure that the person is genuinely saved. Or another trend seems to be that of having weeks and weeks of classes on the subject of baptism. So the person really understands what it's all about. So, you know, for that reason, people don't do as they did in the New Testament days, which is baptize the same day virtually, but it's usually some weeks, months or years later. What, what about you, Phil? Were you? That was my experience. Yeah. Uh, it was probably four years, maybe. Uh, Before I was baptised?
0: So yes, it's certainly true. What about babies though, Ken? Um, The whole discussion leads then to do
1: or do we or should we baptise babies? Yeah, and no doubt our listeners will have different views on this subject, Phil, and uh, we want to make it clear that we respect those views. Uh, So what I would say in response to that question uh, is based purely on my understanding of what I believe the Bible teaches. Uh, As far as I can see, the only baptism the New Testament knew is a believer's baptism. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when a person accepts Jesus as their saviour, they should be baptised as soon as possible. Uh, In the Bible, we see that baptism always came after a person has personal faith in Christ, never preceded faith, you know. So we baptise believers, that's what I'm saying. Now, in the early part of the third century, one church leader taught that Christian parents should bring their infants to be baptised. Another church leader, uh, whose name was Tertullian, opposed that teaching on the grounds that basically that's putting the cart before the horse. Baptism, according to the Bible, always follows faith, never precedes it. However, uh, infant baptism increased in the church and became standard practice by around about the 5th century AD. Mm. Of course,
0: the baptism debate extends not only to when, but how you should be baptized And Christians disagree on the form of baptism. Some say it's sprinkling and others full immersion. Uh, Should we be baptized by having water sprinkled on us, Ken, or should it be being fully immersed or doesn't it matter?
1: Well, again, I want to treat with respect those who have a different view to myself here, Uh, make it clear that what I'm sharing is what I believe the Bible teaches. Um, The word baptize, look at the word baptize. It's the Greek word baptizo, and it means to dip or to dip under, dip in, sink, immerse, plunge or cover wholly with liquid. In fact the same word is used of dyeing a garment. Now let's just say a person wanted a, a garment to be dyed they would be disappointed uh, to get that garment back with polka dots. <laughs> if somebody just they want, picked yeah. up the dye and just sprinkled it on the, on the, on the because that's the meaning of the word um, to dye or to baptize means to completely immerse in liquid. Mm. So When you look at uh, the Bible, there doesn't seem to be any hint of that kind of baptism uh, in the the New Testament. In fact, there are scriptures which indicate that it was by full immersion. For example, we read this that when Jesus had been baptized, coming up immediately from the water. So, you know, if he was going to be sprinkled, why did he go into the water to be sprinkled? You go by a well and uh, just get, you know, some water and, and sprinkle that on him. But he had to go down into the River Jordan and was baptized, which means plunged under the water and then brought up again. Again, we see it with Philip. You know, when um, he baptized the Ethiopian eunuch, the Bible says this that both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. Now, when they'd come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. Uh, Also, we're told, you know, John the Baptist, of course, that's what he was doing all the time. And it says that he came to a place called Anon near Salem because there was much water there and they came and were baptized. So he had to go to a place where you know, at least it was way, waist high so that he could baptize uh, the, those candidates in that way. I mean, if it wasn't that way, then he could, as I say, just go to a well or just get a bucket of water and sprinkle it on people. Mm. But he had to go to a place where there was sufficient depth for him to be able to baptize them by full emotion. But baptism itself, does it really matter? Is it critical that people are baptized? Well, not in the sense that our salvation depends upon it. Salvation doesn't depend upon the correct form of baptism or even baptism at all. Otherwise, the thief on the cross would not have been saved. Uh, He certainly wasn't baptized. Mm. He didn't have a chance to get baptized. Mm. But he believed in the Lord, you know. But it is important in respect of what it symbolizes. You know, just as a garment is baptized into dye, that is, it's fully immersed. So we're baptized into Christ. We're fully immersed into him. Uh, You know, we're in Christ and he is in us. Um, We go in as one thing, if you like, and we come out as another, just like that garment. We go in, uh, it goes in as a white garment, it comes out as a blue garment or something uh, like
0: that. I I think it's really cool. I know it's spelt differently as die, D-Y-E, compared to D-I-E, but it's kind of like that. We're saying we're dying to our old self. And we are immersing
1: ourselves in Christ and coming up a new person. That's the point, uh, Phil, is that we're making a public testimony of, hey, this is what's happened to me. I believed on Jesus Christ, and this is what happened to me. I was baptized into him. I died to my old identity in Adam. Uh, I was buried with Christ. I've been raised a new creation. So we're publicly testifying to what has taken place in our lives? Mm. Are there some core scriptures you can think of that reinforce this? Yeah, in uh, Romans chapter six, uh, verses three and four. I love Romans six. I think it is probably the whole book's uh, great. The whole book <laughs> is great, but every Bible I have, it's uh, well worn. Uh, that 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 page, you know. But let me read to you verses three and four. Paul says, "Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death?" Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Now, that's not speaking about baptism. That's speaking about our spiritual baptism into Christ. The moment we got saved, that's what happened to us. We were baptized into him, died to our previous identity, buried with him, raised a new creation, and water baptism gives a public testimony Mm. of what has taken place in our lives.
0: And I guess it's really symbolic of our commitment going forward as well, that we are saying, yes, we are uh, recognising that Christ is in us and we are living for him. So let's just wrap up with a little summary on baptism here.
1: Okay, well, what we've said, Phil, is that, you know, we believe that once a person is saved, they should be baptised as soon as it is possible. Don't leave it too long, but give public testimony to what has taken place in your life through baptism. Uh, We've said that baptism is for believers. It's something which follows faith rather than precedes it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is a public demonstration of what has taken place in our lives. Therefore, it illustrates to others and it gives us opportunity to testify. If people are saying, well, what's all this about? You know, what what are you doing all this? What what, what does it really mean? Then you can say, well, this is what's happened in my life. Now, since it is a public testimony, if you like, um, I think it's good to Invite unsaved friends and relatives and uh, people that we know along to our baptism. I love baptisms. Great conversation starter. Oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, often it is just an opportunity to publicly testify. You know, the pastor might say a few words or whoever's baptizing might say a few words. And so I would say that um, if there's somebody listening today who's never been baptized in water to really consider what the Lord is saying, it is a part of our discipleship. Believers do give public testimony in this way and it might be a good time to talk to your pastor about the subject.
0: And we might be going through the basics for new Christians this week, but I'm sure there are things there for all of us. Join us for more tomorrow. And in the meantime, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Lake and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.